Right on, right on, right on. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Right On Radio. I hope you missed us. We certainly missed you. I certainly missed being here in service to you. And the military analyst will be joining in a few minutes. I just got off the phone with him about 15 minutes ago. Uh, He may be a minute or two late. Patriot Girl 1776, great to see you and thank you for the clap. Absolutely. Hey, everyone, get the shares out and uh, make sure to like it and all that stuff. I really appreciate it. Uh, People forget that we have this time slot because it has been a few weeks. I had quite a bit of business to take care of and a little bit of holidaying as well uh, built into that. So uh, that is part of the reason why I was away. But there is some good news. We will probably be adding another uh, time slot for the military analysts. So we're just going to nail down the days, but it'll probably be another one o'clock and uh, we're thinking about doing it on Mondays. Now, not this Monday coming, but we'll also, uh, we're going to be nailing it down. We'll announce it. We're going to keep the Wednesday show, but also probably adding a second show with him. And, you know, and by the way, the, uh, the next show, I get to pick the topic. I've discussed that with Chris. I've got so many of his briefs and I'm going to be uploading a whole bunch more to the right on U site that's r-i-g-h-t-o-n-u dot com and that's where you can follow along i did post a couple of the graphics from this particular intel brief on our telegram channel already just to give you an idea of the quality of the graphics and stuff like that but the entire intel brief is posted in the history section on uh right on you so uh, please feel free to go to writeonyou.com, and if you haven't signed up, it is a $17 one-time fee to sign up, or if you want to be an ongoing supporter, uh, we ask it $3 a month, and it really does help uh, support uh, Chris and uh, the, the radio station as well, helps cover some of the expenses. Hey, thank you so much for sending that coffee. Uh, listen, the the gifts are really, really important, folks, and uh, so are all the likes and the shares. Uh, but uh, just that uh, we're go we're back in business now for this month of October. And look, I, I'm not begging for money because it's really not a lot. But we need to get 220 uh, or 22,000 pod points to uh, get them to really push our uh, podcast. Now we were in the top 10 before. We've slipped back, uh, but we definitely want to get back there. And uh, to, to qualify for those slots, we do need your gifts. Uh, it's uh, we need in, in a month, we need to get 22000 which comes out to about $220. So amongst our audience, that's not a really, really big ask. Uh, and you, by the way, I'm not making up these numbers. You can find them on Podbean's website. Uh, but we need to do a total of eight live shows minimum. And, uh, and have 22,000 pod points, and that gets us to rank in the uh, top 20, and then it's just measure of, uh, of how many likes and that. So we'll get back up to the top 10 and uh, hopefully back into number one, but we cannot do it without you. So we thank you very kindly for your generosity and for your effort. Uh, look, we're all in this fight together, and, uh, and one of the things is, you know, we're, we're bringing you uh, what Chris has done with all of his research is he has... He's given you a lot of hidden knowledge, folks, uh, uh, whether, you know, some of it doesn't agree with uh, with my biblical perspective, uh, but there is a lot of truth in 
everything, and it just uh, it just depends on how you interpret it. I have a different interpretation than Chris, and that's okay. We're friends uh, about it, and uh, we're all on this journey uh, on our own, and we all have our own free will, and uh, and everyone sees the world a little bit differently, but we can agree on the major things, which is what is most important, not to focus on what we disagree on, but to focus on what we agree on. And without further ado, as he has joined, the military analyst has uh, extensive military experience. He was in the R&D, and he was actually in the sale of arms to countries like Saudi Arabia and to uh, to Israel. He has a high-level knowledge of things, and he had a high security clearance. But when he started to see the truth, he started digging and now he is digging uh, for over 25 years now. Uh, he's got an extensive body of work that he is sharing with you to get the truth out there to people. So Chris really is a high-level whistleblower in many ways, and sometimes he uses other people people's research, like Wayne Herschel, who we're going to be covering today, who is one of the best, according to Chris. And uh, I certainly respect his work after uh, looking through quite a bit of it that Chris has sent to me. And... Uh, you know, folks, you're not getting this information anywhere else other than from the military analyst. Uh, so Chris Wilson is not his real name. Uh, we call him the military analyst. Uh, this is all part of, you know, security. We got to keep his identity. Uh, and I will say uh, he did survive a hurricane. So even a, a man-made hurricane can't take out the military analyst. And he is here with you today. So without further ado, Chris, welcome back to Right On Radio. Thank you, Jeff. It's as always, it's a pleasure to share this knowledge with our audience. And we do have a large audience and that is absolutely spectacular because they are listening, they are focusing and they're learning the truth of life they never would have gotten elsewhere. And I want everyone to take this knowledge with them and absorb it and apply it. Okay, we're doing part two, the Holy Grail, the Solar Trinity and the Cross of the Church. This is by Wayne Herschel. Uh, author and graphic design artist who did all the uh, uh, incredible graphics that are enclosed in this. And I've made it so that Jeff can upload those uh, to the site. I've, uh, anyway, let's go forward. Um, he had a near-death experience, which I mentioned for those that didn't know, like myself and forever, whomever. Uh, and he also mentioned that he came back with more than he uh, went across uh, over to. And that being that he... Um, the creator gives gifts to those who can endure the incredible trauma of having a near-death experience, both physically and mentally, uh, even emotionally. But the point is, is that he was given, as he states in his articles, he was given ancient knowledge. That was his gift. My gift was foresight, which is an aspect of prophecy. So anyway, let's go forward, audience, and learn the rest on, on his uh, one of some of his latest work. So here we have um, more on the analysis. This is part two. Now that you have just witnessed the measurable proof of the real grail mystery in the image above, which shows the holy grail, that it is not a uh, chalice, okay? Um, that uh, above that I propose is the biggest evidence proving and solving the mystery of what the ultimate holy grail is it's importance now to present more defined explanations into context. As promised earlier, I would quickly lead 
right into the main story of the Grail discovery as fast as possible. I did this especially for those on this journey already and knowing the basics and also for those who don't have much time to read. That was a fast condensed version and now it's important we take the time for the full analysis of the ritual and the messages extracted that were encoded all over the world hidden in plain sight. On my homepage, I have an animated uh, place near the top of my page with the stars in question with multiple preview overlays. Here it is again shown below. Test your powers of memory and observation and see if it makes sense. If you are new to this material and the star map theory, and it is still all very confusing, then read on for better clarity. I will cover each grail link overlay in the animation so you can proceed into much deeper reasoning of the massive collection of evidence that follows. And so now you have another graphic which shows the, the constellations uh, whereby uh, you have Jerusalem, you have Solomon's Key as, the, as Orion, you have Egypt, the leg of the bull, which is Taurus, etc. You will see these on Jeff's university site. Interactive animation and explanation section. <clears throat> the image below has a mouse over option to see the stars and how these important stars rise on the eastern horizon. The overlay is the Egyptian personification of the god goddess Nut, and that's N-U-T, who births suns in the area near the Pleiades. The discovery in the Egyptian papyrus, their paper, um, shows that it is an area near the Pleiades where the womb of Nut resides. I have inserted two other sacred feminine versions of the Templars of Europe with Baphomet, and that's B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T. Uh, he's preparing a new page for that. And the Rastacrucian, Sophia, and Rastacrucian is R-O-S-I-C-R-U-C-I-A-N, then Sophia, S-O-P-H-I-A, and their encoded teachings. The Egyptian legend is expanded in full detail a little further on. And then he shows another incredible graphic uh, with uh, the womb of Nut, uh, Sophia, Egypt, Baphomet, and um, Geb, which is the uh, of Earth as Orion. Anyway, continuing. In the image above, the ritual of the deity Geb, G-E-B, is the personification uh, deity of Orion, and Orion is measure rising on the eastern horizon. Initially in the sky, he is seen with his male anatomy aligning with the womb of Newt that he will impregnate to create all life. This was the way to teach how one finds these sacred stars. But in the next image, the complete heavenly communion ritual date is celebrated with union with Earth. When Earth becomes, quote, Geb, quote, at a date around 25, 25th of December was held when Orion's belt rises perfectly vertical and perfectly positioned in the east. An ancient obelisk of vast size in an area called Memphis at Abusir, and that's A-B-U-S-I-R, Egypt, was built as the means to mark on the ground the male anatomy aspect of the earth, but now Orion's belt is measuring something else. When viewed from the right position, an amazing effect is witnessed. The three dots in the sky of Orion's belt are seen rising from the tip of the obelisk as the illusion, it is the male seed produced from Geb, G-E-B, 
seeding the womb of the cosmic goddess Nut, N-U-T, where he is merged with the earth. The very same ritual seen in Washington, D.C. when viewed from the Lincoln Memorial. One more thing, the most important sun star in the, most of the ancient star maps around the world named primary soul one, that is our sun, okay, is the birth position about to leave the womb being created. And then here's another graphic, which is the ritual of the Holy Grail, and that references as above, so below, and that is Orion's belt. The oldest grails have Orion cross handles and Trinity chalice, and that's his next graphic that he did. In next section, in search of the ultimate uh, grail goblet. We are now, well now, we have learned the mystery of the Holy Grail is not definition of just one fantasy magic gold goblet that was used with the, the Christ. It is a teaching of, quote, magical, quote, knowledge of a secret that can create world peace and human greatness. When one realizes these star maps are global with every civilization, it means all race are sacred and equal. It was realized very recently while searching for the oldest, most correct uh, decorated rendition that we are not going to find much more than what you see here in the image above and in the quote, Constantine Grail. Constantine is C-O-N-S-T-A-N-T-I-N-E. And that goes to Emperor Constantine. The best renditions show the cross of Orion on the handles and the Trinity on the chalice and the form of the male anatomy shape and the sacred womb. Since the oldest and most sacred grail goblet, no doubt would be very simple, but very carefully decorated, it was decided a grail needed to be accurately recreated. The ultimate teaching grail, therefore, was specifically rendered as so to emphasize clarity and truth. This beautiful yet simple piece will be on display for view only with my talk events. And ancient artifacts show with all the famous artifact reproductions found around the world that have the star map and ancient astronaut depictions. The other museum quality reproductions, not the grail, will be sold to the public to generate funds that are desperately needed to continue my work and a film TV documentary presentation. Discovery of the chalice as a goddess womb. Next section. The term goddess, quote, here is purely a teaching mechanism of identity of sacred truths through animated personification, an old tradition that over time created a lot of harm and became interpreted far too literally. They even began to worship a bull icon for Taurus. It is an ancient Egyptian papyrus that I discovered this truth in the Cairo Museum while standing and in front of what I now nickname, quote, the UFO papyrus, papyrus, their paper. A 4,500-year-old papyrus that has a special article on this website showing the land of Ra, R-A, in his celestial ship on the back of the Sphinx at Giza, where he journeyed from. The papyrus has an utterance right next to the womb of Newt, N-U-T, literally saying, quote, this is where Ra and life begins, beginnings are from, quote. And the ultimate symbol 
placed at the foot of Newt, where she touches our Earth horizon, showing the symbol for the Pleiades. The next image uh, is a simplified image version of the Egyptian Genesis theme with Cosmos personified as goddess Newt. She is arched over Geb, who is depicted colored green to personify the earth, and is, it is his phallus that will have heavenly communion, communi excuse me, communion with the womb of Newt. She then gives birth to a son, S-U-N. Now, you, then you have Shu, S-H-U, in yellow, is one measuring the communion event of truth on our origins from this foreign sun system of Ra, which was celebrated around December 25th, a date that became known as Sol Invictus. That's important. S-O-L, second word, I-N-V-I-C-T-U-S. It's Latin. In ancient Rome, long before it revived with more details in the teachings of the Christ. The Genesis depiction, meaning here, is argued among scholars and even the ancient Egyptians. Why, question mark? That shows the image of uh, Newt and Geb and Shu. Uh, this is because the ancient Egyptians had three time periods where each period interpreted it differently. I have chosen the earliest rendition of the legend as I believe time alters everything when in the hands of kingdoms who want to twist the meanings to look different to our neighbors. Neighbors they want to present are not chosen ones so that the kingdom can inspire its people to rape, pillage, and plunder their assets for the greedy king. Nude is shown below with the full Lower Egypt Pyramid field as a sacred feminine and giving birth to the primary soul one, our son. The sacred obelisk near Abu Sir in Memphis, Egypt, is the largest single most sacred monument of ancient Egypt placed to correlate in a star map as the phallus of Geb. Okay, it was here where I discovered all 50 pyramids are on a star map representing all the brightest stars of a 360 degree ring of constellations around the earth. It was here when I discovered uh, that all the 50 pyramids, 49 of them represented bright super giant stars used as layout references. Just to show where this single obelisk correlates with the only sun-like star in the pyramid field, one placed in the precise center of the pyramid field. Move your cursor over the image below with a mouse to, over, to see the grail position in a heavenly communion ritual where ancient priests raised this chalice heavenly with wine, signifying blood birthing of a son with a disc of bread from the chalice. Look closely above the obelisk as Orion's belt would appear when viewed from a carefully chosen viewing area. As three drops of his male seed traverse higher and higher, appearing to go toward the womb of Newt, the feminine body. This ritual while facing East Horizon on 25 December, Sol Invictus. And then he shows another graphic uh, of the goddess Newt and over Geb in Egypt and over the Giza uh, necropolis with the Sphinx. Continuing, 
Ponder on the symbolism in the image above with the reasoning the ancients chose to show the womb of the personified cosmic goddess Newt, which is in parentheses, triangle of three suns as a chalice, and the handle of the chalice shaped as a male phallus as a cosmic genesis, a communion ritual of heaven and earth. To all those of spiritual and of religious belief, let me assure you right now, the meaning of all this was celebrating a romanticized teaching mechanism for one thing and one thing only, to teach that we are all of the sacred bloodline of the star visitors from a special star area being the Pallades, the, uh, the sister stars, the seven. Okay. Now, teachings given to us in many lands by the, quote, illuminated ones, quote, that records calls angels, quote, or people empowered by them as what we know as messengers. From here forward, the lost knowledge does alter something that the monarchy systems all chose to twist and hide. That all humanity have the same spiritual creation source, the same God, so to speak, and all human race are sacred and equal. There is no evil alien agenda here in this study. The world elite are spamming us with an evil alien agenda campaign from both Hollywood and news media perhaps to try to and set up the next cosmic messenger agenda protocol. Their protocol, perhaps, to create disbelief in anything not of our world so our world leaders can con us with global acceptance for their faked reason to smear them, and I dare say, try harm them. Just like before, the elite powers that have to be the great, greatest fear that all their manipulation of humanity for profiteering will be exposed. Then here's another incredible graphic showing ancient Troy, the womb of goddess, the swastika, the Pleiades, the Orions, the Holy Grail, the UFO uh, papyrus, and uh, the human cosmic creation as above, so below. Okay, next section. Swastika cosmic sacred feminine decoded. During excavations at the ancient Greek city of Troy, Close to the end of the last century, Heinrich Schielmann, and that last name is, is German, S-C-H-L-I-E-M-A-N-N, -N, and Heinrich is H-E-I-N-R-I-C-H, found a lead artifact of what scholars say is a goddess of the sacred feminine tradition. Scholars also agree her depiction with swastika symbol is also fitting with a goddess that is often associated with cosmic depictions seen on ceramics with Orion cross and the Pleiades depiction and of the tree of life. I suddenly realized that this lead artifact, this lead artifact shows a womb of stars matching my theory thus far and just like the other traditions. If this is all true, it cracks the mystery of the swastika since it is the title symbol for sacred feminine genesis of humanity from the stars. It is not logically shouting out that this is a symbol for the cosmogenic origin of humanity. Of both star visitor lineage ancestry, 
knowledge, and the souls from the tree of life. Next section. Hitler's swastika symbol. It makes absolute sense a maniac dictator wanting to control humanity and all race would choose this symbol I propose is for, quote, human star ancestor Genesis. Hitler believed he was godlike, quote, in controlling humanity and records show he tried to twist the ancient truths of all race being equal and chose his lineage as better than others. He could do this if he could set up a special team to search all lands of other ancient records depicting other races with the same cosmic Genesis records, steal them and hide them. There have been a well-known claim Hitler's control over hunting, revealing, quote, special, quote, artifacts of the Grail secret, especially inspired the Indiana Jones' most famous film, Quest for the Holy Grail. Next section, Heavenly Communion of Christos, and that's spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-O-S, not Christ, Christo, but they are the, one and the same. Here is a f- famous wall fresco in Atri, and that's A-T-R-I, Cathedral of Santa Maria Assunta, and that's A-S-U-N, A-S-S-U-N-T-A, in Teramo, Italy, and that's T-E-R-A-M-O, Teramo, Italy, of the Christ teaching of the grail ritual of his place of origin, which is the place of all humanity's origins. This depiction, I believe, portrays why he was murdered on a cross for teaching the meaning of the Orion cross. And the Roman emperor, no doubt, feared it was the same as other cultures, and that would mean that the people they wanted to pillage and plunder were actually people that were also sacred and equal to them. Mouse over on the image to see the secret. The horizon is shown in the fresco, the seven hills of Rome, as a star map with even the precise position of the sun star in the context with the seven hills of the Pleiades is in correct orientation, meaning the seven hills of Rome. Next picture, another graphics of Christ holding a grail and a, looks like a, a feather or a spoon. Okay. Um, then it goes mouse over on the image to see the overlay explanation of the background of the seven hills of Rome representing the Pleiades star constellation. The human, the horizon in the east for the heavenly communion ritual of sacred human bloodline, the sun disk of the Bethlehem star, a sun-like star in the heavens. In taking communion in a church, a small disk wafer of bread dipped in wine in a chalice then swallowed in ritual that is symbolic with the memory of the sacred bloodline and the body of humanity. But is anything more to prove this disc is really a sun disc as a place of our ancestors? Question mark. I searched all the different prints made on these bread discs and do <clears throat> uh, so many differences, one can't draw conclusions. So, but here is a solid piece of evidence. The place where the bread disc wafer is stored, and let's look at the Vatican. The bread discs are first presented by the Pope in the object that stores the bread called a monstrance, which is M-O-N-S-T-R-A-N-C-E, monstrance. Lo and behold, here is the acknowledgement of a blazing sun depiction that is conclusive. Mouse over the image to see the source for comparisons 
and decoding the symbols, because even this object is a precise star map representation too. Next section. The Monstrance of the Blazing Sun. There is more to the representation for the sun disk wafers depiction with this gold blazing portrait portrayal. Notice that the cross in its double cross form, like the, in the Solomon Key parchment evidence represents Orion. It is positioned in a star map to align to the blazing sun. The Pleiades are depicted like the Nebra disc description and depiction and like these Scotland Kirkyard, which is K-R-K-Y-R-D, ancient cross, as decoded in the full story article. He has reference to all these. It has little cluster of three stars as a solar trinity, as you will see below in this article, just like the Templar version too. There is finally the Freemason matching blazing star with same title. In many decorative lodges and the first degree tracing board star map referenced. If this gold monstrance depicts a sun star that is not our sun, what are the chances some other monstrances will show the missing planet that goes with this sun as a world of our ancestors? Yes, there are many that exist and that the clamp that holds the wafer is purposely made in a crescent shape. A Vatican example in this link reference. And then it shows a picture on the floor of the Vatican. Okay, Vatican floor symbols. The marble floors of the Vatican have symbols everywhere. Here is one with a cross of keys as Orion showing the way to three red suns and an eagle. It had the wreath as a cosmic door opening. It even shows where this portal opens at our sun. Note the red rim around the wreath. This three sun cosmic wormholes and eagle decoration found also in ancient Scotland as below. Full story is here referenced. And then he shows the pictures uh, with the cosmic serpent, the worm, the solar trinity of the three suns. They, in ancient times audience, they, they worshiped soul three, not soul one, which is the sun we know today. And then it has a picture of a uh, hawk or an eagle that's engraved in both uh, uh, stone from an ancient site. In the Atri Cathedral, as seen earlier, there is a second fresco there uh, theme, and it has four different versions on the ceiling where all, quote, four stories have a solar trinity depiction above them. Our sun is the largest one with three small suns, each in an eclipse with their worlds. This finding by uh, Franco uh, Montevecchi, which is uh, M-O-N-T-E-V-E-C-C-H-I of Italy. And then it shows the pictures and the comparison of the pictures one above the other. The male aspect of Orion's belt that rises on the Eastern horizon vertical as it does on Sol Evictus date is the 25th December as follows. The ancient Egyptians wrote about rituals where the deity Geb, as the earth personified, would seed goddess Nut's womb and give birth to the son of Ra. Here, Orion is just below the horizon. 
the sacred feminine triangle formation of the three suns of the solar trinity near the Pleiades in a downward pointing triangle. And then it says, move your cursor over the image to see the effect. This you'll have to see on Jeff's site. Son of God has without doubt, according to what I have found so far, literally evolved from our honor of the sun, quote, of the star visitors who later became worshiped as, quote, gods. Over the last 20 years, I have made it my life quest to search for the truth after surviving my very unique near-death experience in an, in an accident, it was a motorcycle, uh, where I believe I came back with a lot more than I left with, which I explained. My work is based on re-identifying forgotten sacred patterns reliant on one common cosmic truth. It is a truth that paints a very unique picture previously hidden from humanity over and over again each time that it reemerged. It goes without saying that the material that follows here may be inclined to provoke great discomfort in religiously sensitive readers. Even if you are to take it with a pinch of salt, do not let this material pass you by without at least challenging the claim that is made by here. Everyone owes themselves at least a peek at what seems to be our amazing past, be it for better or worse, so to speak. The good news is that the end result turns out to be non-intrusive and very uplifting in support of the sanctity of humanity. We as human beings are supposed to have inherited life on this earth as a gift. The Christ could have had a beautiful bride and perhaps more human than most feel comfortable with, but without a shred of doubt, the creation of the universe, God spoke to him. This article traces the origins of what conclusively appears to be a common pattern of worship for thousands of years. Worship of the Trinity and the relevance of the three sun-like stars is emulating. This article will reveal the origins of the ridiculous sun worship cult and how it evolved thousands of years before the Christ became an addition to the concept of a trinity. As already said, the spiritual findings revealed here only have positive outcomes. If anything, they are uplifting and constructive with a chance of creating a deeper understanding of the purity and gentleness of the creator of the universe. The interpretation and conclusion here also supports the core belief of the big five religions of the world today and is explored further with the secrets of the human soul at oneness.org. That's O-N-E-I-S-M dot O-R-G. That is accessible to all. The image here is showing the uh, Christ image in uh, a uh, tri three three circles and a triangle uh, predating Christ, the origin of the sacred solar trinity, represented three solar deities, three solar bodies of the heavenly beings merged as one. The image here calculating those that came from above as a trinity, three intersecting circles, and their connection with the sacred cross, sacred human form, and the Christ will be explored here. The trinity, quote, belief appears to have its roots in the beginnings of the pyramid civilizations where many worshiped God as a multiple concept. 
either as encompassing three persons or three deities, or more strangely than anything else, three sons. The sacred trinity origin involves tracing the repeating pattern in the beliefs over the ages. Quote, son, quote, of God worship has confused ties to the worship of the, quote, S-U-N of the gods. There is where it started. Note the usage of a capital G for God, the creation, and the small, quote, G for God as often used in the ancient context of gods representing a scenario that was probably angelic in nature. Example, involving our ancestors' visitation as an advanced flesh and blood celestial visitors being represented. Many accounts of historical celestial visitation of events seem to suggest one primal, quote, son, S-O-N, that being son of man, figure as human form, and the most important, quote, son, S-U-N, quote, associated with the being, that being a sun-like star near the Pleiades. Then it evolved into a trinity of three sons and a family unit of three believed to be, quote, of God, quote. Now, this will start to sound very odd, but this is where the mystery begins to make the most sense. Religion is very difficult to research, and the reason for this is because it has evolved so much through history. Humanity has altered original sacred texts so often in each generation and in each civilization so that we have evolved into a multiple diverse and opposing religions that we have today. The truth has become so cloudy and confusing that we have reached a level where we are about to go to war because of our differences in beliefs. Although the ancients became very confused as to which deities they worshiped as, quote, gods, quote, were more important than others, they seemed less interested in the teachings of the omnipotent, life-giving, all-seeing, all-knowledgeable creator of the universe. It seems this knowledge was less attractive and intangible compared to the spectacular celestial flesh and blood visitors with their great flying discs or wheels that shone like the sun, which were arguably completely tangible. They let their emotions get the better of them and appeared to have chosen to worship the celestial teachers, in parentheses, angels, so to speak, as gods. Quote, I su support the notion of only one creator source of the universe and the overwhelming proof that this is for this. There is for this. I make this clear in my life's work on the subject of oneism.org. History shows that ancient civilizations were visited by many beings that were worshipped as, quote, gods, quote. They appeared to have visited our world in groups that seem to be recorded more often as a direct family body. Yet as bizarre as this sounds, space explorers visiting our world as, quote, family groups, exclamation. Here is one example of the visitors as a family unit, apparently flying, bent knees, pointing toes, holding onto each other while riding on what appears to be flying seats. The image is sourced from the remains of a very old damaged book. And he mentions 
No author or book title evidence remains. Claiming it was a rock painting found near Tassili, which is T-A-S-S-I-L-I, in the Sahara Desert when it was once green, a time around 10,000 years or more. And that's got the drawing there. Next. The ancient ways in teaching involved a multiple symbolism technique based on <clears throat> easy-to-remember patterns which have often complicated matters for research. For example, the Sumerians and Egyptians both use the same symbol uh, for a disc that flies, meaning a celestial chariot, that's shown like a sun by adding birds' wings to symbolize flight. But it also represented the sun-like star that they came from or the sun itself. And that's S-U-N. In typical multiple symbolism, the three sun-like stars of the visitors named the stars where they originate from may have been represented as a family unit, a trinity incorporating father, mother, and child as a simplified teaching analogy. With multiple symbolism, two, representation, two representations usually as a duality, it fits with another important teaching of three important sun-like stars. Put the two together and you have an easy pattern to memorize. A lot more comes to the foreground when the reasoning with this theory. The sacred family unit was no doubt an important teaching to the ancients, encouraging marriage, commitment, and love as a stable, less warlike family unit. The Trinity family pattern that came from above was a pattern reoccurring in many countries throughout the Northern Hemisphere, and their teachings were all very similar. It happened in Mesoamerica, China, Europe, and almost all the great empires. Kings at that time were probably told they were of the same lineage as the heavenly visitors. This has no doubt led them to insisting that only they were of, quote, the gods and their people were not. This pattern of thinking has now evolved into a new concept where the very wealthy who have ties with politics have far more power and influence than the general public is aware of. I reference to this group, quote, as the elite. Perhaps the old ways of secret societies that did not permit common man to be considered equal in any way to the elite was well hidden then. And perhaps a little less today, although it seems to be alive and well and secretly woven into politics globally. In ancient times, the cosmic visitors to earth invariably seemed to need earthly materials, be it the best linen or the best foods, or even the carbon from burning animal carcasses. More on this subject later. Moses and Leviticus accounts in the Bible make this very clear. Sadly, the fact that the quote gods, quote, needed earthly materials to begin began to evolve into a very destructive habit over the centuries. People began to make wasteful offerings as collection centers at the temples when the visitors had left. The first selected goods, quote, then animals, quote, then over centuries of frustration with no returning revisits of the, quote, gods, quote, even people were sacrificed. This happened more frequently in Mesoamerica among the Aztecs. All in all, the key teaching I believe I have learned is the teaching that the visitors, our ancestors' lineage, were associated with three sun-like stars in Taurus constellation. And 
it was important for civilizations not to forget the star pattern and how to locate it. After all, if we know who we really are, descendants of those that came from the stars, then humanity would be inspired to live differently. Such a pity the secret was only deemed suitable for the elite. The visitors from the heavens probably never ever thought humanity would go off track and worship them or the sun-like stars they were supposed to remember with a little pride and honor. In worshiping what was irrelevant, they forgot about the most important honor and love for the tree of life, that being the creation itself. History provides our ancestors had an overwhelming primal need to conquer foreigners, their wealth, and their lands, and to prostrate themselves in a very ritualistic form of worship of a fearful God. I believe that as soon as advanced beings in the universe realized our emotional weakness, some sort of universal law has now been set in place preventing open contact of celestial visitors with all of humanity. I believe a protocol exists advising all advanced civilizations in the cosmos that Earth visitations would only provoke even more instability to our already temperamental warlike society. Not to mention all countries on Earth still enforce security protocol to shoot at any flying object in their airspace that is unidentifiable. Ancient civilizations appear to have been inspired to build massive monuments where the pattern on the ground would mirror an important star pattern of the sacred place in the heavens. The evidence you see are about to see here as well reasons a connection between the sun-like stars of the visitors and Taurus the celestial bull, which is the area of the sun-like stars and the reason that ancient rites across the Northern Hemisphere involved bull worship with their sun worship. For stars to be sun-like is a very important factor when we talk about other life out there in the universe. Scientists will agree that for life as we know it to exist, the conditions would have to be like our solar system. Call it a coincidence, but where the ancients have told us to look, quote, there are three, quote, G-class sun stars in this position, fitting more precisely the sacred pattern around 17,000 years ago, 17K. This sensitive material is just a preview of the basis of what has been carefully and respectfully woven together in the very detailed, full-colored 300 pages of my book, quote, The Hidden Records, which I'm buying. Next section, the sacred trinity, the Sumerians. It began over 4,700 years ago in ancient Babylon, which was known as Babylonia, and the city-state was known as Babylon. In the area of the Sumer, the place of the Sumerians, Babylon originated from the word Babylonia, which is B-A-B-I-L-A-N-I, in Akkadian, that's A-K-K-A-D-I-A-N, which means, quote, gateway of the gods, quote. This is another clue. They align stone gates for viewing the important stars as they rise in the east on special days. Abel, A-B-E-L, uh, or Babylon, B-A-B-Y-L-O-N, is supposed to represent 
quote, the place where the God came down to earth. And that's referenced in Genesis 11, colon 1-9. Taken literally, this suggests a visitation event contact in Mexico, Tenochtitlan, the ancient city of the Aztecs. Uh, descendants of the Mayans that Spain, uh, Spaniards conquered was given the identical name meaning, but historians think it is just a coincidence. Sumer, which became Babylon, was situated within the Mesopotamian plain, which is now Iraq, between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers in Baghdad. What we see in the images below are the ruins of Babylon today after Saddam Hussein rebuilt the three original ziggurat pyramids, which are located in almost equilateral, equilateral triangle layout position. I have proposed here that Babylon was another star map of the three sun-like stars near the Pleiades that is associated with these so-called sun gods. The ruins that I hoped would match the Pleiades position in a layout plane uh, were destroyed so long ago that there also are no layout patterns visible. So there are no records. And then it shows another graphic of his, the lost temples of Babylon and the city-state Babylon. Their massive ziggurat pyramid temples were once said to be built so they could reach the heavens, which suggested their cosmic connection, both in their layout plan, as well as the spiritual ritual the interior of the pyramid was intended for. These three large monuments mostly, most likely once represented the three most important sun gods. Three names that appear most often as a sacred group of three are Ninki, which is N-I-N-K-I, which later became Ishtar, I-S-H-T-A-R, the mother. Then you have after Ninki, you have Enki, which is E-N-K-I, which later became Namak, which is N-A-M-A-K-H, the father. And then you also have Marduk, M-A-R-D-U-K, the son. And then it shows a copper engraving showing those. An ancient one. There were a trinity long before the Christ. In the scroll seal above, the three as a trinity are present from left to right, Marduk, Ninki, and Enki. Above Enki, the father figure is crowned in the instance with a large star and is located very close to the Pleiades, meaning the seven dots in the image. That's in the upper right of that image. In almost all the scroll seals, only one of the three stars near the Pleiades was deemed important. This was just as I had found to be the case in the ancient star maps. One star was always the most important out of all three sun-like stars. It is situated next to the cluster of the seven dots that scholars have suggested in labeling the artifact is a Pleiades star cluster. The, the disc that flies a celestial chariot belonging to these three is also visible in the sky and it is connecting to the forehead of Ninki, N-I-N-K-I, with a cosmic serpent. Above Marduk, we see the crescent of a planetary body that is unlikely to be the moon. It is most likely a planet associated with the sun star. I debate this important claim further and the cosmic serpent through a reference here. These animal icons also became associated with three sun, quote, gods independently. First, the lion, 
was for the goddess Nenki, which is Ishtar. The bull was for the Enki, E-N-K-I, and which is also known as Namak, which is N-A-M-A-K-H. The father and either another lion or dragon was designated for Marduk, M-A-R-D-U-K, their son. Next section, the sacred trinity, the Syrians. This trinity representation evolves a little further in the ancient ruins in Syria, centuries later after the belief had been passed down many generations. Long before the Christ, some names were altered for unknown reasons, perhaps in the same way that the name Yeshua, which is Y-E-S-H-U-A, a Hebraic Aramaic name was altered to become Jesus. A more accepted uh, Roman name after someone of authority like Emperor Constantine had altered it. The same three sons from Sumer now as follows from the left to the right, Marduk, which is the son of a lion, Enki, now is Namek, uh, the father still retaining the bull of Taurus, and Ninki, now is Ishtar on another lion. And that shows an ancient um, stone uh, carving representation of all three of them atop a lion. Next section, the Egyptian traditions. In Egypt, there was no difference uh, to Sumer. The obsession seemed focused on three members as a family initially as three sun gods. For example, in the beginning, Ra was the most powerful male entity. He also had a wife and a child. This was soon replaced with Osiris, and that's O-S-I-R-I-S. Next, Isis, I-S-I-S, and next, Horus, that's H-O-R-U-S, as seen below. Ponder also the larger, largest animal uh, ancient monument in Egypt, the Sphinx. A lion, another clue, question mark. 3,400 years be- ago, King Amenhotep IV, and that's A-M-E-N-H-O-T-E-P, Roman numeral four, worshiped three sun gods before Akhenaten selected just one of them as his Aten, A-T-E-N, a single sun. Then it shows another in gold images. Next section, the Solomon Key Secret of the Primary Soul One. Although the Hebrew uh, rendition of King Solomon's star visitors from the account of the ancient manuscript of the Testament of Solomon does not really clarify the three sun stars. It does, however, mention the Pleiades and something like important 33 degrees of arc star distance from Orion in the night sky. This is exactly where I found the position of the first and apparently the most important sun star. The rest of the ancient text is carefully uh, demonically encoded with hidden meanings, uh, perhaps to frighten and prevent people from studying it. If caught with these faked or evil texts, suggesting demons and magic, people were burned at the stake for witchcraft. In this text, Solomon has a ring that produces a beam of light that he points at the demons, meaning the stars in the sky. Astronomers reading this will see it as a possibility here of advanced technology matching that of today because it is how they point to the stars in the sky. Binding the stars with light, showing their constellation groups. And I, he does this with his star viewing evenings in Cape Town. The first, that's South Africa. The first secret I deciphered here is in the word demon, D-E-M-O-N. It is ref- 
referring to stars. I have a substantial article now on the Key of Solomon article. Uh, it's worth reading. It's got a link. But a lot of ancient truths of his temple seem to have been filtered through King Solomon's great mason work. A man with a name virtually matching the very same name in the biblical account. The Hiram Abiff, which is H-I-R-A-M, last name A-B-I-F-F. Hiram Abiff is the, supposedly the creator of the Masonic order, which is pure evil. The Hiram Abiff secret document from the time of King Solomon that follows appears to have become the foundation of Freemasonry, assuming we are speaking about the same Hiram Abiff in the Freemasonry through his reference here. And then it shows the the pyramids and the columns and the temples of the Masonic order. Scholars question the reference here, but Freemasons beg to differ. The image above is sourced from the University of Bradford in the United Kingdom and updated usually uh, another very old source where thanks to some very open-minded high-ranking Freemasons who believe this is open study historical material now considered valuable history. This depiction appears to be the most important and earliest depiction of the secret Hiram Abiff that for reference purposes, we will assume is the same biblical Hiram Abiff of King Solomon's master Mason. The image here was adapted by Freemasons as their foundation, their first degree secret of their brotherhood as the initiate progresses up to the highest degree, the 33 degree. I explored the star map aspects of it as it seems to be a mirror copy of the star maps I have found in ancient civilizations. One star of importance was seven rays of light, like the Statue of Liberty, like the sun god Apollo, representing its relationship with the seven stars of the Pleiades. The ancients all selected the very same star, even the extremely controversial finding I have made with what appear to be pyramid ruins on the planet Mars. The Mars pyramid star map selected this particular star. It was represented with a human face. <clears throat> that I recently discovered is actually made from blocks in a design of the very same face style found in the Mayan sun gods, the Inca sun gods, and the face of the Sphinx of Egypt, all referenced similar. There is a key depiction on the latter beam of light, which perhaps referencing to the key uh, to unlocking a great secret as one progresses in degrees of Freemasonry up to the 33rd, the key of Solomon matching the apartment of the forbidden clavicula Salamanus, which is C-L-A-V-I-C-U-L-A, -A, and Salamanus is S-O-L-O-M-O-N-I-S. At the top of the ladder, note the hand from heaven holding the icon representing the Holy Grail. Yes, believe it or not, the Holy Grail itself ties in with the star map secret. The biblical account of Jacob's ladder runs parallel and perhaps repeats the great Solomon's secret, seen as above, as they both seem to be speak of the same ancient knowledge. That is referenced in Genesis 28, colon 11 to 13. Jacob is said either to have had a dream or a real encounter with those who came down from the heavens. He saw a stairway of light resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven and angels were ascending and descending on it. 
there was one at the top of it saying that he was the highest authority. Who was the highest authority over Abraham and Isaac? It is here where I agree with many scholars who say the Yule tree, that's U-L-E. The Christmas tree originated on the 25th of December, long before Christ appeared on this earth to celebrate the rebirth of rising of the sun or sun-like star, not parentheses, S-O-N, uh, and parentheses, also on the winter solstice. In the image below, compare the four examples of the same secret star and ladder beam of light down to the earth that scholars absolutely will not comment on at all. And these are uh, three examples of a star with a beam of light slash a ladder coming down from the heavens to the earth. And these are, uh, one is a Solomon key, one is a uh, Senmut, which is S-E-N-M-U-T, tomb, and that's Egypt. Another one is Hiram's, uh, Hiram key, and the other one is the Yule Christmas tree. In Genesis 31, colon 43-54, I am certain it is not a dream, but a real encounter like the biblical Ezekiel flying wheel account soon to be explored and linked to here. It was the same beam of light phenomenon as seen in the Moses story, which he's going to include later, that Moses and his people followed at night, something making the beam that landed in a roofless tent when they had to sleep. Jacob was the most likely told by an advanced being, an angel, that he is of the same lineage of Jacob's ancestors, rather than the interpretation that he was being told that he was his God. The entity goes on to say he should be set up monuments on the land with an important pattern and a message. He placed more than one mostly important pillar on the ground, and the text became very hard to make sense of from here forward with the other pillars. Here it seems to paint a picture like the Hiram Abiff image seen above. Next section, a sacred trinity, the Templars. Here it is where the story of the sacred trinity reveals a lot more when it includes the last great, quote, Messiah, which means, quote, anointed or chosen one from who came from above, that being the Christ. The Christ story has a link in the in the star secret and has been given an entire article of its own at the link below. The Matthew gospel has the last remnants of the story and is encoded in a way identical to the Testament of Solomon text, but encoding knowledge of the stars using fabricate and fictional demonic characters. In the Matthew text, it has the three kings, the three stars of Orion's belt, which rise in the east and alignment falls to the star associated with the beginnings of the Christ, dash the star of Bethlehem. The Templars were a secret group who carried forward the Christ Trinity secret. And the remains of ancient documents that are about to be uncovered here suggest how the Christ Trinity secret was cleverly encoded as the very same sacred star map and its important link to the Christ. In the first common representation for the Christ Trinity was merely three intersecting circles as seen here. In the Da Vinci Code, and National Treasure movie, epics, this symbol was easily recognizable in some interesting scenes. And it shows three circles and then where they overlap, 
they have uh, <clears throat> three interacting uh, curved triangles. The image above using spheres to incorporate the Trinity. Why spheres? No one will doubt or question. There has to be more reason behind the symbols, considering perhaps that the sun is round, just as the sun-like stars in question. The next clue in the image below, top left, shows that the three spheres is in an equilateral triangle effect, but does not offer much more than this. One could say it matches a Babylon ziggurat pattern, but really a triangle is just a triangle. Uh, this could just be a coincidence. The sacred manuscripts of the Templars carrying forward the first renditions of the sacred trinity appears, as in this example by Petrus Alfonsi, which is P-E-T-R-U-S, uh, last name A-L-F-O-N-S-I apostrophe S, early 12th century uh, tetragrammaton, and that's T-E-T-R-A-G-R-A-M-M-A-T-O-N, tetragrammaton trinity, rendition with the age-old lion insignia for the sun, and that's S-U-N slash S-O-N, Marduk, M-A-R-D-U-K, as seen earlier in the Syrian's representation. But there is more to follow. All, as in the Key of Solomon, the three stars, quote, bound as they bound in the sky with a light beam from King Solomon's ring as a star pointer. But here, the binding of the three is depicted with a cosmic serpent and two heads. The cosmic serpent is explored as a path of travel between stars and referenced in oneism.org. But the finding of Petrus, and that's P-E-T-R-U-S, and the second word is P-I-C-T-A-V-I-E-N-S-I-S, Pictavinius rendition like titled Scutum Fidel, which is S-C-U-T-U-M and F-I-D-E-L, or actually it's F-I-D-E-I, Fidei. Uh, during the early 13th century is where it all becomes very clear. Not only does it match the star map I was looking for, it has been encrypted into it. I am certain it depicts in duality, the Christ on the cross as a sacred cross that he tried to teach humanity about. Using the sacred cross Orion connection reference earlier, as well as identifying each sun-like star's meaning. I suggested similarities in deciphering the Hiram Abiff chronology codes from the titles, which are all placed between the pillars on the Freemason depiction. Study the two lower images in the group below carefully and compare the connections between the three spheres, not as in tradition has it, but rather how the same code seems to fit in reasoning the importance of the three sun stars as referenced on the right and how these three connect to a fourth sun, our sun signifying arrival slash interaction in our solar system. In place of the words, quote, is and is not, replace them with link and no link. In summary, this simple illustration explains even more that the Hiram Abiff illustration. That inclusion of our sun as a fourth is clear on the animation parchment at the Key of Solomon page, which is referenced here. And then it shows his credible graphics that he did. And it shows the comparison of father, spirit, and son with one to the right. 
triangle, uh, uh, humans, other beings, Elohim, and sun. Anyway, knows Elohim is the center point. Scroll back to the Harmabif Masonic image and compare it to the image four here. It seems to be an exact match. The Orion belt interpretation was thought to be missing in the Harmabif image, but it is not. The initiate appears to be involved in representing Orion's belt on the ground in Masonic ceremony. The very same sacred cross of Orion is recognized that I identified in the parchment of the Key of Solomon. Constantine decorated his shields with the sacred cross formation of Orion. The same sacred cross, I believe, that Christ was trying to teach humanity about that became forbidden and thus hidden by the elite. It was no doubt deemed for their eyes only. Quote, Quite a shocking assumption I'm making here, but based again on research because the great surprise here is as follows. Quote, in the real Da Vinci Code. Oh, there he is. Yes. What's up? Uh, you'd cut out Jeff? for a moment, but you're back. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. I haven't touched anything. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'll read that part over. Uh, Constantine decorated his shield with the sacred cross formation of Orion. The same cross, sacred cross, I believe, the Christ was trying to teach humanity about that became forbidden and thus hidden by the elite. It was no doubt deemed for their eyes only. Quite a shocking assumption I am making here, but based again on research because the great surprise here is as follows. Quote, in the real Da Vinci Code style conspiracy theory, the layout of the Vatican City incorporates this sacred cross as Orion. And it is also incorporated the original Egyptian obelisks that are historically known as sun worship obelisks, which are carefully positioned in Rome near the seven hills. Did we say seven hills? The beginning of both Rome and a city in China were both chosen because their sites had seven sacred hills. As above, so below, the quote, matching the place of their ancestors in the heavens. In the image below, note that the Pope was waving from his balcony on Christmas Eve and how the quote, three kings of Orion Belt, the three stars in a row follow from the east and as an alignment of the Trinity above rising line with the Vatican causeway perfectly in the east. The three kings that follow and align and show the way to locate the Bethlehem star. The prime star of importance, which is in the lower position, when viewed to the east, rises vertically over the horizon in the east, as mentioned in the Matthew Gospel. This exact moment in the year is secretly celebrated on this night. The same secret here is shared with the layout of Washington, D.C., yet celebrated on 4th of July, rising with the sun. And this winter solstice, this uh, could this shocking star secret also be the secret behind the importance of our 4th of July? And then he shows another graphic image uh, showing uh, uh, Taurus and Orion and the uh, Pantheon, the Pisa del Popolo, which is P-O-P-O-L-O, -O, the Star Fortress in the Castle Castel 
C-A-S-T-E-L, uh, San Angelo, A-N-G-E-L-O. The star rising on December on the evening of uh, 6 p.m. on December 25th. And that then it shows uh, this view is from, it's a graphic, but it's a view from where the Pope is in uh, waving uh, to the uh, plaza of um, the Vatican from his balcony. The sun-like stars on the ground are represented, and once again, mirroring the Hiram Abiff star map with the Great Star Fortress, a big feature in the Dan Brown's Angels and Demons, is the ultimate star, the Star of Bethlehem. This secret star is also found on the seal of the American $1 bill by overlaying one seal over the other. And then he's got two references, Masonic History Part 1, and reference two is National Treasure, George Washington's Secret. More importantly, a secret probably shared between the most following religions, a secret that could unite them all, the icon of the Hebrews, the menorah, and the Star of David, the icon of Christianity, the XP, which is the Chi Ro, the Chi Ro, which is C H I hyphen R H O, and the Bethlehem Star, and the icon of Islam, the Crescent and the Star. And then he's got another graphic uh, showing uh, the two cross keys referencing the Vatican, uh, their uh, uh, icon for their, their flag. Mouse over the image to see what I believe is the secret of the Vatican icon. The two keys given to St. Peter uh, legend on the two great truths, keys that unlock the two great secrets. But was St. Peter instructed to protect and bring forward the world the truth or lock it up, you decide. Records of St. Peter then mention the unthinkable. I believe he was sentenced and murdered by the emperor just like the Christ was murdered for teaching forbidden truth to the Roman tyrant manipulated public. Now, the record says St. Peter, the great teacher, who would be better alive to keep teaching than asked to be brutally murdered on a cross like the Christ, according to the records. Again, you decide for yourself what really happened. What are the two great missing truths? What could be more important for the world other than the secret of creation? God, home of all souls, the tree of life as revealed in oneism.org for the gold key. The silver key, the most likely, is the secret of our sacred bloodline, origins, the star map here on this website. And then he shows another graphic image in Latin. The new Pope's coat of arm reference lets us just call this my crazy conspiracy theory. Here is this image. I believe the new Pope might be a man of greatness and a man of change who knows the star map and what it means for world peace. Firstly, I believe his position is not by chance just timing with the world in a massive global crisis, which is now. Means it might be followed shortly, perhaps with the witnessing of a cosmic messenger. With respect to what might be seen as disrespectful to the potential greatness of this man, I'm not going to analyze the three symbols of the shield other than the grapes. Grapes represent the Pleiades. I will add later the story behind the legend of the Vatican flying hat and its serpent robes that cherubim tra traverses up and down. Also the Lorraine cross H symbol for Orion later. Let us leave this topic as it is for now. 
if there's just one thing more that you uh, need to have time to compare on this page to get the meaning of the sacred pattern of Orion showing the way, uh, the alignment to what appears conclusively to be the three sun-like stars in specific positions near the Pleiades. Then compare the star pattern of the stars over the Vatican on Christmas Eve with the Pope at midnight and the Hiram Abiff star map. All three are a direct match. The Vatican layout is the same pattern too. How much more evidence uh, than this do scholars truly need? The three sun-like stars are shown here in the third image below, all three of which I believe is a secret of the solar trinity and the holy grail. Something not worth worshiping, but something one should feel a sense of greatness about if these star systems with planets are the places of our ancestors. People that evolved in another star system, a place that has little to do with the creation of the universe. It is so bad that we are descended of angelic beings, uh, aliens that took over from Neanderthal as he became extinct in the last ice age as seen through the Rosicrucian star map. I think not. But if this is our spiritual origins and God that you seek, be sure to see the new evidence that I presented on oneism.org. The full global text lists of the matching star maps with 35 strong place, uh, cases. Uh, he has clicks uh, reference on them. Proof of the sacred cross of Christ as Orion and for the full Vatican story. Uh, then see my timeline collection of the file of major new findings. And please follow on my Facebook uh, if you want to get new feeds. And he's got Facebook space hyphen space the vault, all in capitals, the vault, T-H-E space V-A-U-L-T. Then he shows another incredible graphic of the seven hills of Rome and the Pleiades, the seven sisters star group, and how they make the uh, key of Solomon, as well as uh, in reference to the city of Rome and the Vatican, St. Peter's Piazza. Uh, okay, then he has another graphic below that, uh, which is an update. Now these were, this was updated, uh, he states July, 2007. A lot of my work goes back many years. So the audience just has to uh, realize that uh, not only has history been completely rewritten, but those that have been trying to produce the correct history uh, have started uh, decades earlier. Okay, that is the end of the session. Uh, I'll let you take over, Jeff. Chris, this one was phenomenal. Oh, wow. What a, what a conclusion. It was uh, uh, so much more detailed than even the first brief. Uh, the first brief set it up, but uh, this one was fantastic. And listen, for those of you who are just listening on replay, uh, just a reminder, you should join us live. We do these Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live. And uh, there's always a lot of commentary going on in the chat and things like that. And it's uh, it's really fun. And uh, at least I get to, to type some things out because anyone who knows me uh, knows how hard it is for me to keep my mouth shut this whole time. So, uh, but I don't want to break the cadence that the military analyst has in going through these briefs. So wonderful, Chris. Chris, I've got uh, two super chats I need to read. And the first one is a question to you. 
And it's from Patriot Girl 1776. And it says, thanks again, Jeff and Chris. Chris's knowledge is undeniably the best info out there. What is Chris's opinion on the Egyptian tunnel found? Oh, the super chat got cut off uh, in the uh, in the Grand Canyon area. Do you know about that, Chris? <clears throat> yes, uh, depending. Uh, the, the, if this is very, very recent, I'm not familiar with it. If it's the ancient tunnels, I am familiar. Uh, it just showed up on, on uh, Google Earth search. So they're showing it to us for a reason. So very recent. All right, let me do a little research on that. It's a little bit uh, different reference. Uh, I'm going about the ancient tunnels that they have found that that date back uh, 100,000 years or so. Um, okay, um, so uh, Patriot Girl 1776, I will get you more information and I'll discuss it with my knowledge. And uh, Misty River is there and, and quite a few others. Um, yeah, God's Rainbow. Uh, also, uh, there's a second one from Patriot Girl. It says, Chris, thank you so much for... You cut out, Jeff. Maze. Somehow, uh, we're being interfered with, Jeff. Um, it comes and goes when you speak. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it, so I was reading out the, super, the second super chat, and it just simply says... Chris, thank you so much for this content. As always, it is beyond amazing. But yes, we are getting interference on this one, that's for sure. Uh, your voice cut out quite a number of times while you were going, and that's highly unusual. Well, it's not from my end. It's from the Masonic Order. But that's another issue. We just have to deal with it, Jeff. And our mission is, is uh, never-ending to provide the truths of life and solution and uh, give them the best information possible. Continually. And Go we ahead. do not quit. We do not quit. Uh, we won't let them uh, take us down. We'll keep, we'll keep doing it. We'll always find another way if we have to. But, uh, hey, thanks, everyone, for being here. Thank you for supporting Right On Radio and uh, the Military Analyst. Again, these images are stunning. Uh, they are all posted on the uh uh, right on you site, go to the military analyst and you can join up. I did put a couple of the pictures as teasers on the telegram, uh, prior to the program. Uh, so you can see the, the level of the uh, graphics there that are there. It's, it's, it's quite phenomenal. Uh, so again, thank you, Chris. And, uh, and Chris and I are going to be discussing off air, uh, having a second, uh, time slot for this show. Uh, coming up this month, and uh, we're going to keep doing it for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being here. Thank you to the military analyst. And remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. One last point, Jeff. I sent you uh, four to five uh, essays on Stargates. I don't know how much yes. you'd like to know that, but I think it's of interest. It is to me. Well, it certainly is, and but don't forget, I get to pick the S, the Intel brief for next week, because yes. uh, you've sent me so many, and there's so many that are just of huge and I, uh, huge interest to me personally, uh, but also I think fall in line with some of the topics we're discussing on uh, on the main shows right now as well. So it'll be some great supplementary information. Uh, thanks everyone for being here. We'll see you next time on the Military Analyst. All right.
Over and out, Jeff. Signing off.